We are glad to make all of our Jcast Network podcasts free for our listeners. However, they are not free to produce and host. Please consider making a donation to Jcast Network to help support our work by visiting jcastnetwork.org slash donate. Thanks for your support. You are listening to A Taste of Romamu, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Romamu, please visit romumu.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. There's a paradox at the heart of what it is to be human. The paradox is that without resistance to what is, there can be no growth, no progress. At the heart of all progress is a disaffection, a dissatisfaction with what is. Everything that has ever been done from air conditioning to forks was the result of a fundamental looking at reality and saying it isn't quite the way it could be or should be. At the heart of progress, individual, collective, social, global, cosmic, all of evolution proceeds by way of resistance to the status quo. And we Jews know a thing or two about that. Our clarion call from the time of Egypt on has always been, not yet. There is a promised land. This isn't right. This isn't as it should be. We are not where we belong. Something is wrong in Dodge. At the heart of what it is to be a Jew is to say something is remiss. Something is wrong. Something could be better. Something should be better. We will make it better. We will litakain olam. We will fix the world. It is up to us. Aleinu. It is on us. Who else? This fundamental perspective, this angle, this way of being in the world, beautiful, revolutionary, evolutionary, exhausting, depleting. And at times, more than at times, most of the time, resistance to what is doesn't work. Resisting what is, though at the core of what it is to be progressive, to make change, to shift the dynamic, to change for the better, resisting what is more often than not is not only futile, but it misunderstands what happens when we accept what is, sitting with it long enough for what is to become what could be. It's the longer, shorter way towards progress. Progress by way of what some would say, the Zen paradox of change, nothing becomes anything other until it becomes what it is. When it is what it is, it can become what it is not yet. 
the great paragon, the archetype, the example par excellence in our Torah of someone in a group of people who wanted to make change. Oh, did they want to make change? They resisted. They were resistors. They brought a claim. They made a claim. They undermined the hierarchy. Korach. The Korachian rebellion. That great moment in the Torah where Moses and Aaron are brought, for those who don't know the story, Moses and Aaron's cousin named Korach comes with a complaint, comes with a lodging, a fundamental resistance to who he was as a leader and said to him, Lama titnasu, who made you? Well, look at you, Moses. We're all kiddoshim. All of us are holy. Who raised you up? And Moses comes to Korach and to the people and he says to them in verse 5 of chapter 16 tomorrow morning, book of Numbers 16.5, it says, Korach. And Moses spoke to Korach and to all of the people, like this whole company, saying, Bokir v'yoda. Come morning and it will be known whom God has chosen who is the Holy One? Who is indeed the ones who belong? You resist what is, but mourning will tell us who deserves to be the leader. Mourning. Bokir, the Yoda. This strange locution. Bokir. Moses, out of nowhere, seems to be telling him something about time. Meaning like, go to sleep. In the morning, we'll figure it out. Bokir. Can all say that word? Bokir. One more time. Bokir. The rabbis of the ancient wisdom tradition, the rabbis of the Midrash, they pick up on this word Bokir and some of them say that Bokir is invoked here. Tomorrow morning is invoked by Moses as if to say to them, you have all night to rethink your plan. I'll give you all night to regret it to apologize for it, to do tshuva, to repent. Whenever it was a moment, you lost yourselves. Bokir, you have till morning. Other rabbis say bokir here is to remind us that, that we're dealing here in the world of the temporal. And Moses came along and said to them, I'll give you until morning to come up with another plan. Bokir, in their reading, is about extending through time. But this voice is the voice that I want to pick up on and then share with you and then share my thoughts here. Davar Acher, the Midrash says, Amar Moshe, Gvulos, Chalak HaKadosh Baruch Bokir, tomorrow morning is invoked by Moses as if to say to them, Listen here, you rebels. God made a world with boundaries. When God created the world, there was a right and there was a left, there was an up and there was a down. There were those who were chosen to be leaders and those who were chosen to be followers. There is a world that you are rebelling against. Says the Midrash, Bokir, God is, or Moses says in God's voice, Bokir, tomorrow morning, not I'll give you time, but remember what morning means. Morning means it's morning and then it's evening. And you are the followers, 
and we are the leaders. There are boundaries. There's the dry land and there's the ocean. And so, at first glance, reading this, it's the reinforcement of a caste system. Right? There are these binaries. The world is full of these sharp divisions. How odd, right? The word Erev, which means evening, also means mixture. Strange. But something else for me when I read this was happening. It was as if Moses, like a good Zen master, a good Hasidic Rebbe was saying, there are things in the world that resistance works for. There are things in the world that we must protest, that we shouldn't go to bed until it's been changed. There are all manner of places in the world where change can only happen by fomenting, by fighting. And then there are things in the world that can't be changed. Oh God, grant me the wisdom to know the difference. To change the things I can and accept the things that I cannot. Bokir. And maybe Moses too was saying to all of us, to me, to you, for whom life will inevitably give us pain and suffering. Some with this amount, some with this amount, some with an unspeakable abyss of sorrow and suffering. Morning will break. Boker Yoda. Accept this and the sun will shine tomorrow morning. You have no choice. But the sun will shine. Boker. You want morning to be night and night to be morning. You want to be the leaders. You want to change the whole thing. Moses comes along and says, rest in what you can't change. You won't win. But if you accept this, there will come a time with time when the morning sun will rise and you will know again that morning is morning and that night is night. That the order of creation can be trusted. I think to myself, Ingber, you know, in some very small way how I fight with reality. How often it is that I miss the cue that reality has just sent my way saying, no, this is not where you protest. No, no, no. Take a deep breath. This is where you let go. This is where you say, Bokir. How hard that is to know. And God, honestly, how could you have expected us to know the difference? You want us to fight for so many things and then you want us to say, bulk here, morning. This community, this community witnessed this past week 
and we are present for and are holding together with Danny and Elise and their whole family as they remember Devra and we say you know really Bokir Bokir It's impossible to know how we arrive through life's vicissitudes and exigencies and craziness. It's impossible for us as humans to fully understand on any level and the answers that we offer in the face of, of so many of the events of our lives are nothing, those answers. But the Midrash tells those of us to listen for the morning. Morning has broken like the first morning. Blackbird has spoken. Like the first bird, praise for the singing, praise for the morning, praise for them springing fresh from the world. Bless us and all of those who wait for the morning, who renew faith. <laughs>